0: Once I built a railroad, now it's done. Brother, can you spare a dime?
1: Most of these people were middle-class folks who lost jobs. They had come from what they viewed as a better life, and they expected to be going back to that life after, uh, after the Depression was over.
0: They were called Hoovervilles, shanty towns named for the president many of the jobless blamed for the Great Depression. And St. Louis's Hooverville was among the greatest of them all, with as many as 5,000 residents living by their wits in squalor on the riverfront just south of the MacArthur Bridge.
1: They created a real community. It was an integrated community. Uh, it was a community in which uh, the men took two-wheel carts and went out around the city during the day trying to see what they could wrestle. It functioned like a, a pretty good community of people.
0: Often, entire families lived in the Hooverville. The children even attended school. Peevely Dairy sent them milk, Soulard Markets sent unsold vegetables. The terminal railroad, which owned much of the land, simply let them be. It was somehow livable, but not much of a life.
1: It's on the one hand a tale of of extraordinary poverty in in a very, very wealthy country, but it's also a story of persistence and endurance on the part of people who face adverse circumstances.
0: By the mid 1930s, St. Louis's Hooverville began to shrink because people were finding work and because the city decided to clear the land for a park that eventually became the Arch Grounds. Still, a few squatters continued living in their riverfront shacks until the late 1950s when the last were finally bulldozed to make way for Interstate 55.